Hello, Polyam fam, and welcome to Talk Your Poly Off, presented by ilovepoly.org. This is your podcast for ethically navigating your relationships, your community, and yourself for a healthier and happier lifestyle. This is Bella Doll. She is my sunshine full of giggles. And this is Joshua Monsuda, the logic to my emotion and the chaos to my order. So now you know us. Pull up a seat and let's talk our poly off. Welcome back to Talk Your Poly Off. I'm Bella. I'm Monsuda. Hello, Polyam fam. And here we are. We're... <laughs> ready for another episode <laughs> we want to have a discussion we want to talk our poly off about oh poly polyamory all right so we had a really great episode scheduled about coping mechanisms and self-sabotage <laughs> but who wants to be a downer today oh no so let's just kind of wing it and go with a little free flow conversation just we talked about a lot of serious stuff yeah and maybe shake that shit off. Shake it off. Shake it off. All right, Just be the Tay-tay. soundtrack behind your verbiage. I don't know that I want Taylor Swift as my soundtrack. True. But, you know, cool. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about breakups if that's what we're going for. No. We, you, can, you have to have relationships to have breakups. Well, I mean... Sure. <laughs> or you could just fabricate them in your mind and then go through the breakup. That doesn't sound like a good time. You've never done that? No. Me either. No. So here we are. We're in March of 2021. It feels like just yesterday we were locking down in March of 2020. Actually, it feels like a decade ago. <sighs> yeah. Well, to me anyway. Well, it was kind of crazy because that weekend before the shutdown, your daughter was in town, the grandboys were in town, and they were thinking about moving out this way, and so we were off gallivanting around town looking just checking out you know different places for them yeah and then they drive home and then we go into lockdown yeah and it was right after saint patrick's day or right before oh it was before yeah i think it was the week of if i recall well it was a little before i know that saint patrick's day dropkick murphy's did a live show over the internet yeah from boston and we watched that. We did. I think it was just a few days, honestly. Oh. If I remember my work, work cut down from a full-time 40-hour, 8-hour day to 4 hours a day. Like, alternating shifts. And it was kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a lifetime ago. Yeah. With that aside, how have things been with you, Bella? Things have been interesting. Yeah. It's. I think that quarantine, even though we're working, you know, we haven't really been going out or anything. And I think for us, let's put a little bit of strain on our relationship because we no. are. <laughs> yeah, we're such people, people that without the ability to like people, people go to concerts and go to bars. I really miss the dueling piano bar. Yeah. So that's kind of put a damper on like what you can talk about as a couple because it's like, how was your day? Oh, your day was fine. How's the weather? No snow today. And then eventually you get through like, this is the latest conspiracy theory. And this is all the Snapchat and TikToks that we want to talk about. And I think it's it just puts a strain on relationships in general. Oh, that's what's putting a strain on a relationship? TikTok. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> but I'm also in the process of talking to a few new people. Well, let's talk about you talking to new people, people. People, people, people. Yeah. The one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. I think that's a song about blowjobs. Is it? I sang it a lot as a kid. Hmm. Didn't know what it was about. Well, it, uh, 
So I am trying to get out and date again. All right. And in general, I'm just, I'm looking for that masculine energy. So I'm on Facebook dating. I'm back on OkCupid. I'm on the polyamory dating app. I think that's it. Those three. Oh, man. You need to get Hinge. You need to get Bumble. Well, you I need have to get them all. Tinder. I mean, I'm on, yeah, I have them all. But I don't really use them. I I don't know. I'm not as good on it. Did you say OkCupid? OkCupid for sure. Oh, okay. And the pad, the polyamory dating. Yeah. And Facebook dating have been like the three most active that I go to. Okay. And there's a few people. And then I even posted like a little in search of ad in our Facebook groups. And a couple people um, have expressed some interest there. So I don't know. It's going pretty good. But again, it gets hard where... I need to feel that energy in person. Is there chemistry? Is there connection? And, you know, everyone's afraid to meet up in person right now, understandably so, until they've got their vaccines or whatever. So I just don't do well with the only the text and video and call type stuff. Like, I need the person. Yeah. Okay, well, without giving specifics about the details of any of the people... Is there anything you want to talk about that feel like a milestone or an achievement or maybe even just a fun anecdote? (laughs) Honestly, right now, I feel like keeping up conversation is an achievement in itself. (laughs) Because there are some days with this whole COVID season where I just don't feel like talking to people. Yeah, that's pretty much all COVID for me. Yeah. I've turned off, you know, as far as social media goes. Yeah. I'll, and I'll have a day where I'm like, all right, I'm super hyped up and I want to talk to people. And I'll hold five conversations simultaneously. And then I have to be careful and be like, okay, wait, did I just talk about that with this person? Or did I just talk about that with that person? And it gets a little tricky. But most days it's like, I don't know, it's exhausting to try and talk. And I genuinely want to know these people. So I'm trying. But then like yesterday, I just did not talk to anybody. I shut it all down. I had no interest in peopling. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. So dating is kind of hard. Okay, so I want to kind of go back to what you were saying. One of the issues about dating and polyamory is trying to keep track of who you've talked about what with who. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I know I've had my problems with that. (laughs) I swear I told you that. No, No. you didn't say shit. (laughs) But it was last night. No, you were with her last night. Oh. (laughs) That conversation has happened more than once. Yes. Uh, yes. And now also I've talked about my uh, my bipolar mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. The suggestion or tip, I guess, that I would say that I use. And this might cause people to make fun of or be like, how insincere. But really, it's kind of a good idea from my view. Okay. Keep a spreadsheet. Oh, no. <laughs> and each tab is a different person, right? Yeah. And then the information that that you feel like you need to retain or whatever you put on that spreadsheet. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like cyber stalking stuff or anything. Just like, oh, I know that this person's favorite flower is this or, you know. Like as you're trying to get to know them or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I've been doing that a little bit here and there for a while now because of my forgetfulness. Am I on a spreadsheet somewhere? Don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) from four years ago (laughs) yeah maybe well okay so also for those of you who don't know i was shot in the head and you know so on top of my bipolar i also have memory retention problems because of being shot in the head right and so this helps me like it's not 
So I don't know. Maybe it is a weird thing. I don't know. A lot of people don't do it, but it helps me. And when you're talking or building a relationship with a couple of different people, it would help or does help yeah. to avoid that embarrassment of, oh, hey, I know you love lavender. And this person's like, <laughs> I'm allergic. Hate, yeah, I'm allergic. <laughs> Why do you think I love lavender? And you're like, well, shit, let me just chew on the shoe for a while. Oh, no. Some well, way to keep that information yeah. clearly attached with other people. And that's the bipolar part is I like having the attachment in a way that, you know, it's like, if it's not there, it doesn't exist. Right. And that's how it goes in my brain. So it gives it a place to be so that it exists more prominently for me. Well, I definitely have like some control and like organization issues. So I used to put notes in like a notepad, like I used Evernote or back before Facebook Messenger was really a popular big thing and you were just texting with people. You're when old. I, <laughs> when I saved their contact information, there's a notes section in contact information, yeah. like your address, your phone number, where they work, whatever. And then there'd be a notes section. And I'd literally say stuff that I found out about them and in their name where I had saved them as a contact, like I'd put their name and then parentheses, OKC, blah, 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 screen name. So oh, okay. I knew where I had met them from as well. So it's not quite that weird. Maybe the spreadsheet is a bit much. Yeah. But people do. Yeah, and I feel like people used to write it in notebooks. That's what a little black book was, right? True. Sandy from the bar, you know, like. Right. So I do have a question, though. Okay. Since I'm getting out there. Mm -hmm. While you and I have been together... I've never had another male partner. Yeah, you've went on a couple of dates. Yeah, a couple dates here and there. How are you feeling with me looking to add? You need a male to hurry partner? up and get out of the house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go back out on real dates again. I don't know. How am I feeling? Well, I mean, I think that it would be good for you. Yeah. And I'm excited for you. I'm not sure. I guess ultimately. Until it happens, I don't know exactly what I'm going to feel. Right. So that's kind of an odd situation because I should have all these feelings, right? I should maybe be insecure or worried or jealous or maybe excited or, you know, trying to push you out the door. <laughs> but right now, I guess I'm just not really feeling anything about it. Is that weird? No, I think that's because... It doesn't feel like I'm really dating yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you haven't met anyone. You haven't really heard much about anyone because all my conversations are still pretty early on and there is no big spark because I haven't fucking met anyone. Well, you have met people, but you don't seem to connect the online interaction with people in a way that feels like a real thing for you. Maybe. Right. So you have met people and you have talked to people. Yeah. And I guess in that sense, I've both been excited and have had moments where it's like, wait, I didn't know you were talking to this person or, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that you guys were planning to maybe do this thing. So this is new information. Yeah. So I know I did have to take some time to process a little bit of information, but it wasn't much. Yeah. Because, you know. I'm already ready for it because, I mean, that's what polyamory is about. And because I know that you are, like, getting that itch, <laughs> for lack of a better term, you know? 
How do you feel? Excited and yeah. nervous. You know, I feel like it's been so long since I've actually dated. Yeah. Like, I've forgotten. I don't know how to flirt and, like, all these things. And I know we've talked about that on a few of our past episodes over the last couple of years of where I don't know how to connect, you know? Yeah, you don't even know how to flirt with an established person. Right. I, it's like it's gone. I yeah. used to know. And now it's gone. That must have been before me. Must have been. <laughs> so, I can't wait for... Everyone to get vaccinated and the world to open back up because I feel like I'm better in public places. You know, like, let's go to the club or let's go to a bar and watch karaoke and even just take the sex part out of it. Just the mingling, I do better. Yeah. So I might recommend one thing for you. Oh, yeah. Maybe when you start dating, don't do the mundane stuff. (laughs) Hey, I'd like to go on a date with you. You want to drive around with me while I pay my bills? Hey, that worked for you. Well, yeah, kind of. (laughs) Kind of not. I mean, like, I was excited to be around you. But standing in a T-Mobile store for 45 (laughs) minutes with someone I hardly know, just kind of awkwardly shuffling, wasn't an ideal (laughs) date. Oh, good times. It was a good time. Oh, when you had rose-colored glasses on, you used to love those dates. I used, used to be like, I really like doing all the, what did we call them? Mundane Not shit. Not mundane. The like household. Oh man, I lost the word. Oh, that's okay. Keep it lost. Yeah. Yeah. But you used to like that stuff. I and don't now that we're say that four I don't years like in, it. you're like, yeah, I never fucking liked that. <laughs> no. Settle down. Exaggeration queen. It's just, I would think that perhaps someone might want something Maybe a little more exciting than standing in a cell phone lobby (laughs) waiting for service. All right. Well, I'm talking to one guy who really, well, I say talking, but I think we've had like five messages. Oh, this is getting serious. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. He's brand new into anything ethically non-monogamous, but he's a professional gardener. And I'm new to gardening. So I'm like, you help me out. I'll help you out. We'll see where this goes. I feel like he bit off more than he could chew by connecting with you. I don't think he knows yet. Maybe give me his info so I can warn him. Oh, no. (laughs) So what about you? What's new in your poly world? What about me? I wasn't quite prepared to have this part of this conversation. Ah! So I would say what's new with me is that nothing. That feels so legit. Yeah. Well, okay. So my wife and I have been getting closer and reconnecting and and reestablishing, you know, what was important to us. So that's, that's pretty good. Like we've been doing this for a while now and it feels like it's going in the right direction. It feels like we both have grown beyond what separated us. It's been pretty fun to watch. Oh, has it? Yeah. Huh. Because it's like two old best friends coming back together. So it's been pretty cute. Yeah. That's pretty legit. Yeah. Honestly. And I did spend a couple of days organizing my lead miniatures. (laughs) If you're a nerd, you know what that is. And if you're not a nerd, lead miniatures are these little tiny, I don't know, one and a half inch figures. Yeah. Made out of lead, oddly (laughs) enough. Kind of like your 3D version of your avatar. Yeah, it's it's a little 
fantasy figurine of an elf or a dwarf or a monster. And it's used for part of some of the role-playing games where you figure out your combat on a map. And I have a ton of these ranging all the way back to the beginning days of lead miniatures. (laughs) I have some of the original sets, actually a lot of There's dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah, that's the exciting one. Not the... (laughs) Not the beholders or the dragons, <laughs> but dinosaurs. Actually, I, I did end up matching with someone on, I think, Facebook dating. Yeah. And in her profile, she said, a great way to start conversation is tell me what your favorite dinosaur is. So that was interesting <laughs> that you went that route. <laughs> I just knew. So I told her what my favorite dinosaur was and never got a response. Oh. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. It is what it is. I mean, that's the nature of dating is that you're going to strike out a lot before you connect. Right. Well, it's that whole, like, better to know now that we don't get along versus down the line, you know? And yeah. I don't want someone to be fake to me, so. Or maybe she just hasn't logged back onto that dating site in three weeks. Yeah. Well, I know, like, I'm doing that professional cuddling thing. Yeah. And I know I've gotten a couple messages on there, but being in the COVID depression funk, I just haven't had the energy to log back into it. Yeah. And I'm sure people are like, what the fuck, bitch? And I don't care. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't have the energy for it. <laughs> well, you know, it's tough to manage something like that when the whole premise of it is to get close and personal in a time where everyone's trying to practice social distancing. Right. So I get it. Yeah. Okay, so maybe the cuddling isn't taken off. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. When you are getting excited about thinking about dating people, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you're looking forward to during, I mean, like, because of COVID or regardless of COVID? Um, I think the butterflies and that, like, new excitement trying I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> but when you're, like, comfortable with a person, people seem to not try anymore, right? Oh, that felt like a stab. <laughs> no. Like, like even the way your eyes looked at me, you're like, <laughs> some people, Monsada, you piece of shit, don't try anymore. No, but, like, you and me will sit around, and when I say you and me, I mean me, because I sit around in my pajamas on the weekend with you all day. Maybe I don't even brush my hair. But, I mean, going out on a date, You know, and it's someone new and exciting and you put makeup on and you do your hair and do I look okay and do I smell okay and all those things versus someone established that you've been with for a while. It's like, eh, they love me because of me. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing, too, because even when you're established like we are, the idea of date night, you know, you got to have date nights to keep things fresh or whatever. But sometimes during date nights, it's not even... Oh, I want to get fancied up. I, it's just, oh, now we're going to go out and do something different for the night. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to get fancied up again with you. We just don't because it's COVID lockdown. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't even have to be fancy, but just wearing something nice to go to dinner and then walk the waterfront. Or we could do the same things. Let's go Pokemoning. But it's that like, oh, he me <laughs> yeah okay the you butterflies know, the butterflies it comes the back excitement. to the butterflies yeah so how do you feel about mature relationship energy 
as opposed to new relationship energy. I mean, we're at that point now, right? Did you call me old? No, I called you mature. <laughs> and you should take that as a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't feel like one. Well. <laughs> I, you know, I love a good mature relationship. The cuddling, the comfort, you know... I break into tears at the sight of a puppy for no reason, and I can just cry on your shoulder. I love that energy. It's dependable. I can count on it. And Undependable. I... <laughs> I mean, if we're throwing backhanded compliments, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> but as a planner type person, I like a relationship like that. So yeah. for me, I'm missing the balance. I want a little bit of both. Okay, yeah. You know, and I, I really haven't had that since we've been together. I kind of, even though I've gone on dates and I've had little things, little relationships here and there, majority of our time together, it's been like as if I'm monogamous. While open to any connections, there just hasn't been anything else. Right. Okay, so we, we're not going to talk about coping mechanisms and self-sabotage. <laughs> no. But that does kind of bring me to it. Do you think that there's a possibility that any of your connection potentials you maybe have self-sabotaged? Well, I can think back to at least one where it was going pretty well and we had gone to like a Sunday brunch and we were watching some football. This is long before COVID. Yeah. And physically, health-wise, I wasn't in the best place. And, like, I was getting these really bad leg cramps out of nowhere. So even just sitting at a table in a restaurant, suddenly we stood up to leave and, like, my legs start to cramp. And then there was another time where we went to a bowling alley and I was cramping up and I was just feeling really insecure about it and not great about myself. And he was super awesome and sweet and I was really having a good time. Um, he even came over to one of our parties, and I know you and him chatted for a bit. And I, I don't know if I self-sabotaged it or I just didn't continue it because of life and my holding myself back. Which is kind of self-sabotage. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do anything to sabotage it. I just didn't follow through. Right. Like you didn't send him any shitty messages. Right. or Like I just let him slip between my fingers kind of a thing. Do you have regrets about that? Not regrets, because, like, I think everything happens for a reason and at the right time, and maybe that just wasn't our time. Yeah. You know, maybe I needed to go through my future health journey and stuff before we reconnected or whatever it may be, and we're still good friends, like, nothing bad happened. Yeah. But there is definitely that one where I was like, huh, I mean, that could have been something. Okay. Do you feel like there's a potential that one of these people you're talking to could be something maybe i mean none of them because i haven't met anybody in person again they, they could be yeah. i honestly don't know talking to one guy who i'm um, just looking for friendship him and his wife and they live a little bit south of us and seem kind of like our people they'd be fun to hang out with as you know couple and couple friends yeah then there's a couple guys that i'm talking to one guy here in the vancouver area who's got his own nesting partner We've been chit-chatting a bit, so he's kind of nice. Okay. So, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Why does this feel like an interview? Uh, well, because, you know, one of us needs to lead the conversation. <laughs> and I guess I have just taken initiative. All right. Roll with it, then. <laughs> There's been some back and forth. 
I mean, I'm not the one that's actively seeking partners. True. Very and true. you're asking, you know, well, maybe you weren't, but we were having a discussion off air about some of this stuff. Yeah. So going into what you're looking at in your life, you're about ready to have a weight loss journey. Yep. Um, and this is like going to cause a lot of big changes. Three weeks out. I mean, with all the changes that are about ready to come into your life, do you do you anticipate the types of modifications you're going to have to take on your looking for partners? Or I'm honestly not quite sure how it's going to change. I'm three weeks out from surgery, and I know, you know, the first week after surgery, I'm not going to be super chatty. I'm going to be sleeping a lot on pain pills, barely probably can't even get into my bed. I'll be sleeping on the couch kind of a thing. So I'm sure there won't be much discussion or dating type stuff then, but I'll be off work for six weeks. So I'll be able to be on my phone and chit chat and video call and stuff. You'll have a lot of free time. You'll build wanderlust and you want to <laughs> go out and right, see but then people. And I also don't do know people. physically what I'll be able to do. Like you've got to walk a lot after surgery, Yeah, but I don't, you also don't take in a whole lot of calories, so you don't have a lot of energy. I've heard that it takes like a good month to get your energy back up. Okay. So I'm not sure. It's not like I'll be like, hey, come walk the waterfront with me for an hour. Right. And let's go on this date. You know, I, I think I can walk to the edge of the driveway and back kind <laughs> of a walk. So I really don't know what to expect or what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once I am feeling better and maybe some of these restrictions are lifted and we can go out and do things, I don't want to talk about my diet and exercise and weight loss the whole time. I don't want that to be a focus of it, but it's going to be a focus of my life at the moment. Right. Yeah. So I'll have to consciously make sure that's not what I'm talking about all the time. And then when I do start to lose weight and things get physical... I'm going to have loose skin. I'm sure I will. So how am I going to handle that? I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm very open about it all. So while I'm talking to these guys and there is some big statistic that like a lot of relationships don't last after weight loss surgery because people find their confidence and, you know, partners maybe liked them the way they were or whatever the case may be. I'm being very open with it. So they know coming into dating me that this is going to happen. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely let everyone know how it's going. Well, have you thought about not starting a relationship until after some of that's stabilized so that you don't have a relationship that ends? <laughs> or maybe have. just one that ends? Right. I don't See ya. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be uh... <laughs> I have. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be so focused on me and my journey that it feels like that's all I'm doing. So I still want people in my life. Yeah, And I, there's a lot of people who kind of pull back from the dating world while they're on this first year kind of a thing. But I also kind of feel like maybe it would help me be closer to somebody if they go through that with me, you know? Yeah. And if they make it through, then maybe they're worthy. <laughs> <laughs> they made it through the gauntlet. I love the way you said that. It's like your voice shook on Worthy. worthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's back it up a little bit. Okay. We're talking about, you know, you wanting to be able to date again in person. I mean, Washington just went into phase two mm -hmm. recently, right? Yeah. So there's more opportunity to get out there and to go into a public place. There and are. We actually 
Even went out to eat one night. <laughs> we did recently. It was nice. I've got a few goodbye meals and places. So we've got a couple spots to hit before my surgery. <laughs> yeah. but Okay. So talking about these people that you want to date, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to meet in person. And if you're still concerned about the coronavirus, then how about getting creative with a social distance kind of date where maybe... Jeez, I don't know. See, like, we haven't gone out and socially distanced dated, so we don't even know how to do it. Well, you and I don't have to because we're in contact with each other all the time. So I could be tapping on you. That's my boob. Right. And I don't have to be social distanced. <laughs> Maybe we should just practice that. Yeah. So that you can get practice Are you for just trying you. to get some space? Is that well, I mean, I think I had plenty yesterday. <laughs> we didn't have a fight. What? <laughs> It's fine. It's fine, guys. Mom and dad are fine. Mom and dad? We're about to have another fight. <laughs> you know, the kids get awkward at the dinner table when mom and dad are fighting. Oh, I like, know. Oh. I know. Yeah. I watched a lot of that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I know. <laughs> Spoiled princess from California. It's fine. What kind of social distance kind of interactions could you do? I mean, you could go frisbee golfing. Yeah, and then you wipe down the frisbee. And then throw it. Oh, frisbee golfing. I thought you were just talking about throwing the frisbee. No. Okay, disc like, golfing. So I'll wear gloves and I'll bat it down and then I'll wipe it, sanitize it, and then I'll throw it back. You don't have to bat it down. I've played frisbee with you. I don't catch. No. And when I throw, I can't throw straight either. No. I throw way off to the side. It's a good time. You do. The only thing I can think of is like meeting up and like backing our vehicles up so they're like six feet apart and then we sit on the like tailgates of the vehicles and hi how are you i'm good how are you from six feet away i'm getting a puppet show right now <laughs> that kind of sounds dirty <laughs> well i didn't think it did but uh, all right yeah i don't know man but and bars are open they're just not open late you know things right. like that so there's some stuff to do i'll sit at this end of the bar with my mask and some gloves he can sit at this end of the bar We'll throw like man. You sound like a great date to sign be sign language. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I know. just need to give you some pointers. Yeah, I don't know how to date. I date just fine. I know you do. You've always been just fine. You make connections like you walk down the hall and you come out like what's that TikTok song? Uh, uh, get it, get it, hey, like, and you come out with three <laughs> girlfriends at the end of the hall. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean, I would, but I don't. <laughs> and I haven't in a year. Like You're just charming, and you draw them in. And I'm like, hi, guys. I'm so pretty. You don't think that charms people? No. No, I don't. I think they're scared. Maybe. Definitely. Well, I mean, do you think they'd be more scared by your... <laughs> that was a big exhale, like... How do I put this nicely? Inability to flirt? Or Maybe. do you think that they'd be more scared by you gaining all this confidence and suddenly being the super confident in charge person on a date? I don't know. That was a great answer. <laughs> being Just being honest with you, man. I think another difficult thing that I'm running into is like one of my go-to opening questions is typically like, you know, tell me about your poly story. 
Or, and then that leads to, well, what's your ideal poly situation? What are you looking for? Are you looking for a girlfriend? Are you looking for friends with benefits? Are you on the more swinger side of ENM? Like, what are you fucking looking for? I remember having those conversations with you. Yeah. And I think, one, a lot of people are afraid to say something. If they are looking for a friends with benefits situation, they're kind of wishy-washy about it and they don't want to push you away or scare you so they don't really say anything but then if they've got like an ideal situation in mind and they're like i'm totally looking for a girlfriend that someday my wife and i we can all live on the same land you know people don't want to scare you away with that so they aren't quite upfront and honest about that either yeah well that's kind of a tough one i mean like where do you find that middle ground how can you be honest without over communicating See, that's just it, though. I am just honest. Like, I'll tell them from the start exactly what I'm looking for. And if it doesn't fit with them, that's fine. Then I know from the start that we're not going to match. Which is cool. But if we're talking about this and say you and I are just getting to know each other and I'm still treading the waters here, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with polyamory. Mm hmm. And you're already talking about a total hippie commune <laughs> where everyone grows their own plants and yes. there's giant orgies in the common house yes. every night. That is going to scare me away. And if we have an amazing connection and I like the idea of it, but the possibility of it being so present is extremely intimidating. How could that be done in a way that's maybe still open and honest, but not so like in your face. (laughs) I mean, I don't necessarily go there when I'm talking to him and I'm not like, Hey, someday I'm going to buy a chunk of land and we're all going to have our own little manufactured homes on this piece of property. And everyone who wants to date can date and everyone's blah, blah, blah. Take a rental agreement to the first date. (laughs) So this is my plan for the future. Which one of these five mini houses would you like to occupy? Right. And what are you going to bring to the table for the overall community? (laughs) But knowing that I am kitchen table poly, I want to know if that's going to align. If they're looking for something more siloed and separate from their partner and they don't want to know my partner, like that's not going to line up. I more power to you and do your thing. That's just not the lifestyle that I want. Okay. I will struggle. So I need to know up front, hey, are you open to getting to know my family? Part of my family is my other partner. Like, that's just what comes in the package. <laughs> and then... Comes. <laughs> and then not only can you get along with my people, but are you open to everybody mingling for barbecues does that mean you'll bring your wife and you know i want to know all the things and sometimes i probably come across a little intimidating because i don't really hold back i'm just me and i'm out there from the get-go unfiltered mostly uncensored well okay we'll go with that (laughs) well i guess this would be more of a conversation for a full episode but could you give me a quick answer on what if they do want some kitchen table poly, but mostly not? I mean, what if you're really vibing with this person? If the energy is on point and like they could get along enough for like 
a birthday barbecue kind of a thing, but they don't really want to hang out all the time. Yeah. That's fine. If I've got the energy with the person and they can be civil for a once in the wild gathering, cool. But I don't want something important to come up like a birthday or a holiday and nobody gets along and nobody wants to mingle because then I feel split. Yeah, that's never a good time. No. I've been on multiple sides of that situation. Yeah. And it's never really fun. <laughs> no, and for me, when I opened up to polyamory, you know, over a decade ago, it was because I wanted more love in my life. I didn't want to separate it out. Of course, I'm not forcing anything, but if we're getting together and we're just meeting for the first time and you tell me that you're not interested in the other aspects of my life, that's not the kind of love that I want. Yeah. You know, I'm not forcing anybody to date. You don't have to be best friends, but I definitely want people who can be adult and civil and get along. Yeah, definitely. I mean, ideally, that's what we would want. Yeah. And I think that a lot of that happens after people have worked on themselves and worked on their own emotional struggles. Right. That's not always easy to do, especially when the excitement of, oh, I want to have five partners or polyamory is super cool. And now that I've learned about it, I want to date the whole world. And that's where really getting to know who you are is super important. So what's going to happen? You've never really had to deal with a meta. I have. A little bit. Not a whole lot. Not with you too much. Right. Well, I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But never a male meta, really. So Kind of. For like a minute. Yeah. So how are you going to handle, what if you don't like the guy? Or what if you don't get along? Or he's too sports ball-y and doesn't speak lead miniatures i don't care if he doesn't speak lead miniatures and i don't care if he's too sports bally that's his business and not mine yeah or my business and not his depending on the situation i think if we don't get along or if there's something that's like maybe causing friction mm -hmm. i am a little blunt and Weird. i know strange and i've got no problem speaking my mind but i also don't have a problem with listening and learning somebody and where you know, just like anyone, I've had my shortcomings in the past. What are we if not constantly growing? Right. And ultimately, my goal is to make sure that you're happy, you know, as far as our relationship is concerned. Yeah. And if this other person is making you happy and things are going all right, I'm willing to compromise or talk through things, you know. They like you. I like you. We already have something in common. <laughs> you know, we could build off of that. Oh, what if you guys tag team? Like, Whoa, no, well, not well. like that. <laughs> Why are you so dirty? I mean, maybe, but no. <laughs> you know how, like, when your wife and I double team. Oh, yeah, like, when you guys oh. team up on me and give me shit. <laughs> Don't you like it when he does this? Oh, he does that with you, too? Oh, ha-ha, be Polly, they said. I love that. It's so much fun. Yeah, but I think that if we did that to you, you'd just cry. And I that's could. not fun. Dude, I cry all the time. I wish I, I could know. take it and turn it off. <laughs> just rip my ear ducts out. Eat my ear ducts? Uh, Did I say my ear ducts? <laughs> Don't rip my ears out. I, I'm leaving that in. That was weird. Your ear ducts. <laughs> I didn't know pictured, what to say. Now I just picture ducks instead of ducks. Quack, quack, little ear ducts. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. In, in your ears? No. In my tears. But they're ear ducts. <laughs> oh, this is out of control. Yeah, I think we're done. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. That was a quick little update on what's going on in our life. Well, hopefully Bella and her ear ducts <laughs> can find some success in dating here soon. Not likely. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe we'll get some fun stories later about this. Maybe we'll have things to tell you guys here soon. <laughs> yeah. Like, did you know that your body produces ear ducts? I'll show a picture. <laughs> All right, Polly and fam. We are going to go on and get out of here. And we hope that you enjoyed the conversation with us. Hopefully it was a little more lighter and fun. A little entertaining. A little bit of a, a light into our boring life. And what's coming up. Yeah. So we will speak with you soon. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for talking your poly off with Bella and Monsada. You can find our Facebook page in the links or by searching for I Love Polly and liking the page Polyamory Get Your Heart On. You can also find I Love Polly on Instagram and Twitter by searching I Love Polly Cares. If you want us to help you navigate to all of our online presence, check out the show notes or come on over to ilovepoly.org. We would love to hear from you. That's right. And you can get in touch with us by emailing podcast at ilovepoly.org. That's singular podcast, not plural. So until our next discussion, Polly and fam. Live like there's no tomorrow. Laugh until it hurts. And, and love, love without, without limits. limits.